Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 31. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, everyone is searching for you. He answered, let us go on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Rise up, rise up, says Jesus to Simon Peter's mother-in-law. History has forgotten her name, but we know that Jesus knows her name. She's hot and sweaty from a fever lying in her bed in pain, scared. She's afraid of what might be next. And then Jesus looks at her and says, rise up. Even though she's been ill, she has heard the news about this man called Jesus, that he's been traveling around teaching and casting out demons, healing even with his hands and with his heart. And now here he is in her bedroom. How can this be? She wonders. Why has he dared to come to heal me? Shouldn't he be out in the synagogues on the mountaintops where so many can hear his message, receive his touch, his food, his love? But here he is, she thinks, with this private audience of one looking into my eyes, reaching out his hand and saying, rise up, sister, rise and rise up, she does. Rise up, says Jesus, to you, to me, to us. It's his invitation to us, friends, at this day, 2,000 years later, February 7th, 2021. Rise up. For just as he comes to Simon Peter's mother-in-law, he comes into our rooms, into our lives, our hearts, when we are in need. He looks into our eyes, reaches out his hand and says, rise up, rise up, dear one. Out of your fear, your doubt, your pain, your struggles with love, forgiveness, patience, your chains of addiction or self-hatred, rise up out of your weariness, Jesus says, rise up. 
while Simon Peter's mother-in-law rises up and then the very next thing she does is serve. She serves some tea and bread, hummus and olives, offers hospitality like only her hands can, rises up and she lives into her calling. Mark, our gospel writer who's telling us this story, uses the very same verb for serving here that he uses when he writes about how the angels served Jesus when he was tempted in the desert. Simon Peter, Peter's mother-in-law's service here is the same as the service of angels, that place where heaven and earth meet. It is a holy calling. Setting the table, stirring the pot, serving a meal honors her gifts and her place in the world. Her fever took away her ability to be a vital part of her community, to live into her calling. Jesus here, he restores her participation in her community, offers her a place where she belongs. History may have forgotten her name, but Jesus does not forget her. The kindness of her hands, the warmth of her food, nourishing him for the journey ahead. It's a gift that he needed in that time and that place. Jesus heals her and then she gives back by serving. As we continue today in our covenant worship series with a focus on the membership vows in the United Methodist Church, we focus today on the vow of service. When people join a United Methodist Church, they covenant to uphold the church with their prayers, presents, gifts, service, and witness. Last week, we heard Susanna and Susan reflect on the vow of gifts, the good news that God gifts each and every one of us with our own set of gifts. Today, we move into how we can use those gifts, the gifts we have to tangibly and practically serve others, serve our community, make our world a better place, to make a difference in the name of Jesus. Why do we serve? Because Jesus first serves us, first heals us. All of us are in need of the healing, the transforming, the life-saving power of Jesus Christ. And because of the grace of God, he comes to us. He knows our names and the very count of the hairs upon our head, meets us where we are, heals us, looks into our eyes and says, rise up my beloved child, rise up. Knowing that good news, friends, how can we help but share that love by serving, serving as Jesus serves, as the angels serve, striving to help bring about that kingdom where everybody is healed and whole. One of the many gifts of this encounter with Simon Peter's mother-in-law is that in healing her, Jesus restores her to community. We find this again and again in Jesus's healings here in the Gospel of Mark. He finds the people and the places that are ignored by society, pushed to the margins, oppressed or overlooked. And Jesus looks those people in the eye and heals them. They're restored to full participation in the community. Isn't this what the kingdom of God is? that place where the naked are clothed, the hungry are filled up, the meek and the humble and the mourning are blessed, 
It's the place where everybody has a place at the heavenly banquet table. This pandemic has revealed to us so many places where our community needs restoration. It's revealed the gaps where so many don't have the opportunity to be full participants in flourishing community, whether that's an equity in education, the kinds of essential work we value or don't, income inequality, access to food and health care, racial injustice. The world Jesus calls us to, it's not the world as we find it right now. So he calls us each and every day to rise up and to participate with him in building beloved community where everybody, everybody has the opportunity to flourish. Of course, this pandemic has also changed the ways in which we are able to serve, the ways we can use our gifts in the church and in the community. We're also tired and weary nearly 11 months in. Our energy has shifted. Nevertheless, friends, hear this good news. Jesus meets us exactly where we are in this moment and says, rise up, my beloved child, rise up. He's not promising us a life free from pain or strife, but assuring us that he's here with us and for us in the midst of it all, taking our hand, looking into our eyes, transforming our very beings with new life and love and a peace that surpasses all understanding. When we know this deep in our bones, by his power, we can indeed rise up for and with the one who is Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last, whose gift is life and life abundant for us and for everybody. And we hear that still small voice calling our names. We know that he knows us intimately, never forgets our names, has a love that never lets us go, even and especially during a pandemic. When we are weary and overwhelmed, Jesus beckons us, heals us, begins to free us up to serve like the angels, like Simon's mother-in-law, calls us back to our deepest selves so we are able to share our unique gifts to make the world a better place. And let us take heart right now, friends, because seemingly small acts of service, they can make a huge difference. And acts of service then can renew our energy and connection and yes, faith in a time when we need some renewal. When we commit to service, it's service both in and for the church and also in our larger community. We serve the church, friends, because the world needs the church. The church's vision and proclamation of a kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. A place where we tell the story of the healing and transforming and life-saving work of Jesus Christ. It's a story that inspires us to go out and transform our communities in his name. And the church, it needs you to thrive. Your unique gifts that help us come together to tell this story. And then it needs your gifts to serve the wider community. If you are feeling called to serve, but not exactly sure where or how, reach out to me, reach out to Susan. We'd love to talk to you more about this. As you reflect on your gifts, on your passions, I hope you've done that over the last week. 
Think about what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning. Where is that place that makes you come alive, makes you want to rise up and make a difference? Maybe it's by cooking and, nourishing, cooking and serving a nourishing meal, filling up others with your gifts. Maybe your deepest longing and greatest gift is to teach children, youth, or adults. Maybe it's offering your creative talent, singing or dancing, painting, enriching our world with your art. Perhaps your passion is unlocking the mysteries of science in a lab, expanding our understanding of God's great universe. Maybe your soul cries out to be an advocate, a mouthpiece for change and justice for all God's creatures. Maybe your gift is to sit quietly with those who are in pain, to make phone calls and write cards, to write. Maybe you're a nurturer and a caretaker. All of us have gifts. All of us can use those gifts to serve in our time and place. Because Jesus not only frees us from what weighs us down by his healing, but he frees us for life and life abundant, life that flourishes to live into our unique giftedness that each one of us possesses and calls us to use those gifts to serve our community, to aid in the restoration of community as places where everybody can participate and flourish. Now we're not each separately called to do it all, but when we do the thing God is calling us to do, combined with the service of our neighbors doing what they are called to do, we can make a real impact. One of my favorite quotes is from Frederick Buechner, the great pastor and preacher, who said, the place where God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. There's a lot of hunger in the world right now. Where's that place where you come alive that makes you rise up in the morning and that can meet the needs of the hunger in our world? How has that shifted over the last 10 months? How has that stayed the same? I invite you in this coming week to ask yourself these questions and then be intentional. Write down on a card a word or two and a place where you'll see it about how you can serve. Maybe you place that in your bathroom mirror, in your wallet, take a picture, make it the home screen on your computer or on your phone. Keep it before you as a reminder. And in those times and places where you might begin to lose yourself or feel overwhelmed, believe you can't possibly make an impact, take a moment, reflect on that word, on the place where Jesus has gifted you and is calling you to serve. And remind yourself that through it all, Jesus is always next to us, reaching out his hand, saying, rise up, sister, rise up, brother, rise up, my beloved child. For I am bringing the kingdom of God here on earth, and you, my beloved, are an active and vital part of it. I am for you and with you, calling your name. May we rise up, friends, through the power and the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ, to serve. May it be so. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. 
For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.